you shitting me, man? Vero Beach, Florida? <laughs> Don't be a zero. Get your ass down to Vero and train. It's <laughs> not a real thing, is it? Look it up, sucker. <laughs> Welcome back to the Unrestricted Vex. My man, R.C., the Bulldog, Richie Carnahan, and Bob on the ones and twos. Yep. What do you say, boys? What do you say? 30 minutes of politics this morning? I stayed up all night watching the, the election returns come in. You know, I'm ready for this. I, I really took down a lot of notes. I got my magic wall behind me. Were if, you wearing your Dockers? <laughs> yes. If yes. we're going to do this, I need to get my phone and get ready to call a hotline. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for real. So we won't do that. Let's do something else instead. Okay. Guys, it's the mid, we're, you know, we're coming off a, a Cowboys bye week, but we need to have a discussion about the Cowboys and about the NFL because we're at the midway point of the season. Contenders, pretenders, anyone? I mean, I think that's where we got to go. Yeah. Where do you put the Cowboys in that conversation? Obviously, right now, they're not at the top of their own NFC East division, but they are the number they are the top wild card if the playoffs began today are they a super bowl contender yes i think it's tiered there's favorites and contenders okay who are your favorites then so you got to have philadelphia just cuz they're undefeated i think i think even if they weren't i would still have them up there they're good they are good kansas city yep does anybody want to play them no i don't think so even though buffalo Took a, a baby crap. I think they're on the top tier. And much to my chagrin to make Bob happy, I don't think anybody wants to play San Francisco. Really? That is the mo- that is the scariest 500 team in the NFL. Are you serious? Now, I'm not Bob this much of a handy this early in the morning, giving the 49ers that kind of a break, putting them in the favorites category. What the f- are uh, you doing this morning? Well, I feel bad for him because you give him so much shit on air. Okay. I wanted to throw okay. him a bone. Okay, that's sweet of you. But uh, he might not be at the top tier, but he's in the same tier as the Cowboys. So here's the deal. The Cowboys, do they want to play them again with their run defense? I don't think so. No. No, they don't. Um, if they figure some things out, and it looks like it only took them nine days to figure out how to use Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh they could be scary, and if they get healthy, they're going to be so scarier. That's, I, I, that's the X factor for the Niners. Yeah. Do they get healthy on both the defensive side and with Debo? So right. we're at the midway point. There's injuries. There's maybe possible trades that could come up, and we'll get into that in a minute. The trades uh, are I, over. I, I, sorry, I didn't There's mean trades. Pickups. I'm sorry. Acquisitions that may happen, there you and go. we'll get into that. But I can't believe, and I agree with most of your favorites, RC. I really do. But – you can scratch the Jimmy Garofalo-led 49ers off of that list for me, but you need to add Baltimore. Yeah. Because they are no bullshit. Macho Man likes Baltimore. They, he does like Baltimore. You know who else likes Baltimore? My wallet. Every time doing I good bet, for you? oh my God, yeah. riding the Ravens all season long. You're you welcome. Know, we're, we're, we're leaving one out of here, I think. I mean, how do you like that? The Vikings. I don't know. Um, Can we find out this week as they play the Bills? <laughs> Ooh. That's Bills a good without game. Josh Allen? I don't know. That's the big question, right? And look, with or without Josh Allen, I think you're going to get a pretty good idea of who the 
Vikings really are playing at Baltimore. That's going to be a f- at Buffalo. That's going to be a fun oh, game. Sorry, That's going to be a great game. You're right. All right. It's going to be an awesome game. Who's and I Buffalo's hope, Josh, backup? I, Anyone? Who knows? Case who cares? Ke- Case Keenum. Oh, oh Houston product. Ha- when's the last time he played a football game? Alamo Heights High School. <laughs> did he play for Heights? No, he didn't play for uh, Heights. <laughs> but a lot cooler if he did. <laughs> He's a Rice. No, he went to Houston or Rice? Houston. There you go. University of Houston. Cougs, yeah. Yeah. And he's from Abilene. Garden spot of Texas. I mean, look. Uh, It's not a place I want to go. Doesn't matter. The Bills with or without Josh Allen, that's an interesting test. You got to go to Buffalo. That's always hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Vikings playing indoors. They've had a pretty pretty easy schedule thus far. And they don't win convincingly. They sure don't. They just win. Which is important. Agreed. (laughs) For making the playoffs. But I don't put the Vikings in that category yet. I got to see more. I think they're second tier. Um, I'd I'd much quicker put Lamar Jackson and and the Ravens because if you're Kansas City, if you're Buffalo, if you're one of the teams that can put up 35 points, real simple and easy. And I think the Titans showed this just a couple nights ago. Is that if you're playing one of those teams, what you really have to do is play ball control, right? Chew the clock, right? And I don't think anybody has a better chance of doing that, maybe other than the Titans, than the Ravens do, right? They can run the damn thing. Well, so, but it gets dicey because who's their best runner? Well, it's definitely their quarterback. It's right. Lamar Jackson. And if he gets hurt, they are. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, we can say that about everybody, uh, right? I mean, if Mahomes. Except for the Cowboys, hurt, <laughs> Cooper Rush. They take a step up <laughs> when Crush comes back. No, it. Look, this is this is where we have to decide from here on out, you know, who really has it and who doesn't. If you look at the AFC, I mean, that's that's where the strength of the league is. Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore. Tennessee's five and three, by the way, and coming off a loss. Pretender, contender, where where do they fall for you? I think that they could do something if uh if they stay the course. Well, they're that they're that team like they always are that you kind of just don't want to see in the playoffs because you got to go tackle Derrick Henry forty some odd times. And did you did you watch him? Of course, he's a man child. Yeah, he has been forever. He's a minotaur. <laughs> he's a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out of Alabama, I remember the first fantasy season. I was like, I'm drafting him first, drafting him first because that that guy's going to lead the league in rushing one day. Then they didn't play him, essentially, for the first couple of years. What are you doing? That guy's bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody else. Like, he's Adrian Peterson, but bigger and maybe faster? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. But he's, obviously, nobody wants to go into a playoff game where you got to tackle King Henry 40 times. Yep. That doesn't sound like a whole hell of a lot of fun. The Jets. Ooh. The Dolphins. Okay. The Chargers. Those are all three lost teams. Okay. Of those three teams in the AFC, is there a team that actually worries you? Is there a team that you think could jump up and bite a Bills, a Kansas City, or a Baltimore? Yes. Miami. Miami. Really? Yeah. You guys are on the – you guys are buying the – what is it, the two-and-on? You guys are into two-and-on? Statistically, yeah. For games that he finished, they're 6-0. and oh. Do you watch – Dolphins games, either of you guys? I'm, I'm just, I'm asking this honestly. Just the because highlights. Because every single time 
I watch the Dolphins, and I don't, st- you know, I don't sit around on my Sundays and just digest the goddamn Dolphins. You would if you were in Vero Beach. <laughs> Tua throws five balls a game that should be intercepted, but I don't know why they're not. It's like he throws them out there with Vaseline on it for some some bizarro reason. I I don't know how he is the luckiest quarterback, and I. If I had next gen like to pull up on my phone, I bet I could pull it up and he has thrown the most balls that should have been intercepted in the league. It's ridiculous how inaccurate he is. Well, a stat that I saw that's it's kind of eye-opening is Tyreek Hill through how many games? 8 games, 9 games? Yep. Has more yards than any receiver ever in uh-huh. the league. It's insane. It's 40-yard catch, 40-yard catch, 40-yard catch every single game. Yeah. And by the way, he's got a quarterback who underthrows him on deep routes every time. Ninety percent of the time, it's unreal. Yeah, uh, like how long, Tua, until you figure out that you got to throw it eight yards farther as soon as he gets off the line? Yes, because you can't outthrow him. Put it to the spot. Yeah, I mean, it's like you need the punter out there to throw a good ball. P, P for K, K for P. <laughs> P for K. Remember that? Of course. We used to play. Yes. The mule stall. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That's good. That's great reference there. I can't believe you guys are on the Dolphins train like that. I kind of think the Jets are the better team of those three. Look at their quarterback. I think Wilson's soft. Yeah, but their defense is, is, it's scary good. I mean, they shut everybody down. And I'll throw another one in there for you. They're five and four, but I think they're on the come up. That's my Bengals, man. I don't think anybody is going to want to see the Bengals. Joe Shiesty's different in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's legit. What's on your mind, Bob? I can see the wheels turning. I want the Jets to be good, but I'm not letting hope in the door. I mean, they're going to dash my hopes just like their Major League Baseball brethren. Are you Are the you Mets. a Jets fan? Are you a closet Jets fan? I'm, I'm a, a clo- closet Jets fan because of my dad. My dad was a Jets fan when I grew up, so I kind of root for them. But they're... Th- I'm so sorry. The last, the last season they had was... Joe Namath? Uh, Chad Pennington? The last uh, season they Sanchez. had was, like I said, the last season they had was Joe Namath. Mark Sanchez had a, had a, had a playoff win. Well, he had a wonderful he, he butt was, fumble, too. He was so great that his coach got a, no, his coach's wife got a tattoo of him. Is that a true, what? Yes! Wait a minute. You tell me, I don't think I know this story. Ryan? <laughs> the tats- foot, oh, the uh, foot guy Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Rob Ryan? I mean, Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan. Yeah. Either he got a tattoo of Sanchez or his wife got a tattoo. There's no way that's true. How much? All right. So the bet is lunch, and it's either wife or him, but one of them did. Okay. You got it. Yeah. I can't believe that could possibly be true. Oh, it's real. This is like like the rumor of Roger Stone having a tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back. (laughs) He's got a tattoo of Donald Trump. But on he his actually back. he actually does. Oh boy. Roger Stone has a tattoo between his shoulder blades of Richard Nixon. Oh, this this gets worse. Uh-huh. What? Rex worse is, for me or just for you. worse? I don't know. What's what's the bet? What was the bet again? I gotta buy him lunch if, if Rex Ryan or his wife or his wife has a tattoo of Sanchez. I'm gonna have to call this one a push. Because oh. the story is Rex Ryan's tattoo, a glorious sketch of the head coach's wife, Michelle, in a sexy pose, 
The best part of which is she is wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey in the skin. Oh, man. That, you're right. That's a push. And you're awfully close to being ah. right. <laughs> He's the Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Is it Robert Rex that had the major foot fetish? Rex. Yeah. And it's Rex Ryan that has the teeth that are on the pregame show that hurt my eyes every morning? Yes. Holy Moses. Have you noticed that? Yeah, those are some shoppers. Good night. I don't know if they're real or if they if, if he just whitens them to the point of serious illumination. He goes and gets fresh chiclets before every <laughs> I taping. He, I think he might. These chompers are frightening. <laughs> okay, that was the AFC. I'm going to flip. NFC. Philadelphia, we have as a, as a real contender, yep, right? Yep. Minnesota? Yeah, second tier. Yeah, I With agree. With the Cowboys. Minnesota Seattle. Cowboys. Gino. The story. The story of the year. Are you believing? No. Me neither. I like him. I think it's cool. Good on you. Yeah. I think um, that Carol's like, see, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Russell Wilson. The big thing with (laughs) them is that they have figured out that they can run the football. Yep. And (laughs) they still have good weapons at wide receiver for Geno when he needs them, but they can seriously run. Well, the kid Walker, he's from Michigan State. Correct. He's a stud. Now, it, it, what's funny about Seattle is even when they draft busts, they get a little production out of them. Yep. And they kind of shake it off. And, and and I have to say, looking at their schedule, they're going to be in the mix at the end record-wise. Their, their games, Tampa Bay, Vegas, Rams, Panthers. Then they play the 49ers and the Chiefs. But then And then the Jets end the season at the Rams. That division is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's like the SEC. <laughs> it kind of is. They beat the crap out of each other. They're just eating each other. It yeah. kind of is. And it's a big weekend, by the way, in that division. Yep. As you have head-to-head matchups between the Chargers and 49ers. Um, yep, and we finally get a decent Sunday night game. We what? finally get a decent Sunday, dude. We have had two straight weeks of un... Uh, you know, Bill Simmons calls them the watchables and the unwatchables. And, like, the last two weekends have been pretty much unwatchable in terms of matchups. Finally, this weekend, we get some good ones. Yeah. Rest of the NFC, quickly. Tampa Bay leads their division at four and five. <laughs> and did you see him celebrate like he won the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when they put that game away? Absolutely. And he comes into the press conference. That felt fucking awesome. Oh, boy. Almost as awesome as his divorce. I mean, (laughs) what the hell felt awesome? That the Rams had poor play calling and poor play execution. Right. And and, and blew it with time as well. I mean, goodness gracious. So the Buccaneers are four and five. They're heavy favorites still to win their division. So their division is shit. Yeah. But I think you can almost count on them making the playoffs. But I don't think any of us think they're good. Yeah. Yeah, this the Cowboys is... would love to play them again. Dallas, Giants, San Francisco. As it stands, those are your three wild card teams. Mm-hmm. Of those three, who's the best team? Dallas. No, no. I know you're no. going to say San Francisco. I, with the caveat, they have to get a little bit healthier. Well, you got plenty of time, so you would presume they would be. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the Dallas defensive coordinator, do you want to face that offense? No, but if you're, you're going to get run all over. If you're the 49ers defensive coordinator, are you really excited about facing the Cowboys? Oh, we're going to 
we're gonna trounce them. Okay, oh, bravado. Boy. We have we have Macho a good, Bob. We, we, <laughs> we maybe his first appearance on the show. Maybe you're doing the picks. Come no. on in, Macho Bob. <laughs> we got a good run defense. We gonna shut down Zeke, the boy who spends his days at St. Patty's Day Parade groping up the women. Oh my okay. god. You Never kinda, mind. It, Never mind. Let's not do that. Let's that let kinda, Richard that, that kinda sounds racist. <laughs> it did. It did it a little did. bit. I don't know how you made such a clean, innocent I know. rising. All I asked was we'll Macho Bob. Don't we'll cut, cut <laughs> don't cut that at all. That was that was radio gold. Yeah. <laughs> so what if I throw out at you that it's actually the Giants? Of those three. No. Why not? They, because the Cowboys have their number. Well, they may. They're not may. They do. And I'll tell you what. Cowboys play the Eagles on Christmas Eve. If the Cowboys beat the Eagles on Christmas Eve, watch out. So this is always the stretch of the season where it gets interesting for the Cowboys. It's always the make or break. Right here around Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Because you they got, have nine. What is it? Three games in nine days. Yeah, this is where it gets weird for them every single year. Yeah. And you know, I love that the Cowboys always play Thanksgiving weekend. It's oh, awesome, yeah. or Thanksgiving Day, I should say. I think it's awesome, but it always gets a little squirrely because you have these multitude of games in a short amount of time, and it sort of makes or breaks. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing three games in nine days, it almost doesn't matter who you're playing. You're going to drop at least one of those. Yeah. Right. And and if you're not well prepared, it could be two or three of them. All right, Bob, pull it up. Who do they have? I know they've got the Giants on Thanksgiving. That's a W. Circle it. <laughs> okay. Cowboys. Oh yeah, Giants on Thanksgiving. That'll be fun. Looking forward, we have Green Bay, Minnesota Giants. Okay, so they got Minnesota Giants, and who do they have after the Giants? The Colts. Okay. So with Jeff Saturday as their interim coach. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that guy. I mean, talk about failing upwards. He was like <laughs> 30 and 13 at a high school team, right? And but that, he but he looks good on TV, though. Yeah. And Jim Irsay's like, well, he snapped the football to Peyton Manning for a long, long time. So he's got to know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the litmus test. I'm just going to throw this out oh my there. God. Hebron Christian Academy, a high school in Dakula, Georgia. And it wasn't his record like 30 and 13? 20 and 16. Oh, my God. It's worse than I thought. As an assistant. Jesus Christ. And now he's at the helm of the Colts. If you're, if you're one of the two black coaches with tenure that are, that are position, or sorry, coordinators on that team, how are you feeling today? Nothing. About your new head coach. His his final season, he was promoted in his final season with Hebron to head coach. Hebron? Hebron. So he coached a bunch of Jewish kids? <laughs> where uh, where no, was this? No, it's Hebron Christian Academy. So they messianic Jews. Mess- Jews. <laughs> <laughs> he went three and seven in his final season. Holy oh, Moses. Boy. <laughs> I bet <laughs> I bet Ellinger's like, yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance. Hey, Sam Ellinger is not terrible. He is not terrible. He's he's like a bad version of Big Ben. Uh, maybe that is terrible. Never mind. Well, I mean, he can run it. Big Ben wasn't running anywhere. No, no, no. But he stands up to the rush pretty well. He's not atrocious. I can't believe that the Colts <laughs> are. But Jim Irsay, this is Jim Irsay, right? Right. Like, you called him a douchebag earlier. 
He's a full-on douche. Straight up douche. I mean, like lots of these NFL owners, he's just a full-on douche. And he's the one that wants Dan Snyder to be kicked out of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, How, how does that make you feel, Dan Snyder? So have you heard the latest group that wants to buy Washington? No, I have not. Bezos, Jay-Z, Matthew McConaughey. That is an interesting trio. It really checks a lot of the boxes. I mean, it does, Let's see, who's it? the money man in that one? Uh, <laughs> well, it's not McConaughey. <laughs> and and Forbes is saying $5.65 billion is what they think the sales price of that is. For the former is. Redskins? For the former Redskins. You know, I'm well, not surprised. If I was Bezos, I'd just buy it on my own. I mean, for many, wow, that's interesting. For many years, but he needs face people. Okay. What do and you mean? He's not an attractive fella? <laughs> no, he, he launched just, a space penis. He sure did. <laughs> so there was a rumor a couple of weeks ago that Barack Obama might be in the mix for purchasing of a team. Okay. That somebody with a lot of money would use Barack Obama as their face guy to buy a team. And I got to be honest, if you're going to buy one and Barack Obama's going to be your guy, like, you would probably want it to be in Washington, D.C., wouldn't you? Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that or Hawaii, but there's not a team in Hawaii. <laughs> At least you didn't make, like, some Kenyan joke there. No. I'm not <laughs> well-versed enough for, to do anything like that. The but rest of the NFC. Tell me if you like any of these. Atlanta. No way. Washington. Nope. Rams. They're just too, nah. They've done nothing. I mean, here's here's something we could have a show on. How do you win a Super Bowl in one year and the next year be blah? You know, uh, you get old. Yeah. You spend all your money on the current stuff, all of your inventory of draft picks on older guys who are, you know, in the waning years of their career. And then all of a sudden they all get old at once. And this yep. is what happens. And we knew it was going to happen in the midst of last season. We knew that they were taking a shot. Going all in. Going all in. They're pushing all their chips in. But that was the season. And they did it. Is there, yeah. is there any Schadenfreude going on with you guys and Aaron Rodgers? Like, did, I'm loving- did you say Schadenfreude? Yes. Would you um, translate that? <laughs> Does it make you feel a little bit good? It makes me feel great. To watch Aaron Rodgers have a shit season. I, I enjoy watching him suck. So do I. And I know I've covered this on this show, but I bet heavily against them this season. And I, I, I'm so thankful to watch him throw interceptions At the in end the of red the game. zone. Yeah. Like, oh that's, my. what if Aaron Rodgers just isn't good anymore? I've said on this show a couple of times, if you, if Denver had made the trade for Aaron Rodgers instead of Russell Wilson, Denver would be good. I, I, I don't know I'm, now. I, th- I think I'm going back on that, man. I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has it anymore. I think he just wants to do Jeopardy. <laughs> well, I'm starting he to wonder. Taken that he should have taken that gig. I'm starting to wonder who do we see last, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Here's what I think. Excellent. After this season, they're both out. First, they fight in a cage, MMA style. Okay. And then they play 18 holes. <laughs> like a triathlon or a biathlon this is all in one day yeah sure okay all right cool i'm in yeah so far i'm in okay and then it's a test of of brains on a a jeopardy (laughs) show and the loser is never heard from again okay i would love that
Yeah. As long as Aaron Rodgers loses. <laughs> <laughs> I think he will. I don't think Brady will let that happen. We talked about acquisitions earlier. Yep. There's really only one thing out there that I think moves the needle for any of these teams. What if OBJ and, and what if the rumors about OBJ are true and the flirtations from Jerry Jones? What if he does come to the Cowboys, Richard? I think it's, I think it's happening. You, do, you called it last week. I, I've been talking about it for several weeks. Yeah. I, may, okay. So if it does happen, does that improve the Cowboys substantially, incrementally? Where, where does that fall for you? Incrementally. Yeah. Doesn't put them over the top. Uh, I think them playing cohesively and sticking to the game plan that we drew out for them six weeks ago. You mean run, run the, the damn ball, thing? Run the ball, run the ball. Dak needs to be a high-end game manager. Yeah, but is I mean, is that like going to dinner at a nice restaurant with your wife and sitting across the table from for me, Anna Kendrick? That Kellen Moore is going to have OBJ, this beautiful toy, and go, eh, I don't need to run Pollard and Elliott anymore. Dak, go downfield. No, I think it's the threat. Uh, the ability, because no one's really scared of the deep threat with Dallas right now. Okay, wait a minute. Time out. Pause the show. Did you just go hottest girl on earth, Anna Kendrick? I love Anna Kendrick. Really? I mean, wait a minute. You have the world of women. The pantheon. Every single one of them. If, and if you gave me time to think about it, I might come up with a different one, but that's the one that comes top of mind all the time. Wow. Like, not in my top one million. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like, does nothing for me. What's the Anna Kendrick attraction for you? He really likes those movies, the acapella movies. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> actually, like, I like the Pitch Perfect movies. That's what it is. He's a sucker acapella. for a good aca- acapella group. And she, and she was good in The Accountant with Ben Affleck. I don't think I saw that. Pretty good movie, but I wouldn't talk about it on live radio. <laughs> or what do we do? We do a podcast. So. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thing about the OBJ acquisition, regardless of where he goes. If he is, if Odell is really a page turner, if he is a game changer, why hasn't he been playing? Because he's hasn't, hurt, Why dude. hasn't somebody else try, tried to pick him up already? Because he, he, he wasn't going to throw his name into the, to the equation until he was healthy. And apparently he's going to be healthy any any day now. You know, that's what I would say, too, if nobody wanted to pick me up. Somebody would have signed him if he was a real number one and said, you know what? Don't worry about being hurt. Sit your butt down. We'll bring you back in week 10 whenever you're healthy. If he was a real number one still, that's what would have happened. Like, I, I think that this idea that he's going to come in and be Amare Cooper of a season ago or two seasons ago. Three seasons ago. Three seasons ago. I, yeah, that's when he was really at his best. Right. Um, like, that's bananas. I, I also wonder for the front offices. I mean, he played great for the Rams last year. But is the specter of him, like, proposing to the kicking net, you know, in the Giants? I mean, is that hanging over him? Because he was a head case before he went to the Rams. No is doubt. he going to go all Kyrie on us? That's another good question. And God bless, can we not talk about Kyrie Irving and his non-apology apologies? and his blatant anti-Semitism, and the support that he's getting from every single angle. Somehow, people saying, making it seem like Kyrie is the victim here. Jesus. Well, That's the wrong word to use there. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, Jesus was a Jew. Good point. He'd be so pissed off too. Accurate. Yeah. Well, did you see though the what the nets the six steps that That's he has? That's what I'm talking about. These people are like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Wait, man, you're the one who disseminated a bullshit film that's been debunked by every single outlet that's ever watched it. And by the way, it's like $11, and I kind of want to watch it, but I sure as hell don't want to give the producer of that film a single nickel. Can't you get it for free on the internet? I tried, and every time I do, it's like one of those sketchy download this things. That's mm. like, oh, this, is, this is just going to give me a virus. You'll be put on a list for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, if I'm not already having... Googled all the crap that Kyrie believes in. And by the you way, really that, think that's the worst shit you Google? Well, <laughs> that's a good point. you know, Ky, here's the other thing: is that's not his only anti-Semitic tweet. Yeah, okay? yeah. Um, if it were, you know, maybe he could let it go eventually if he apologized correctly. But it's not. Like he's an anti-Semite. He's unabashedly unapologetic about it, even though he faked an apology. Uh, I look. I hope he never plays another game. He might not, not and, in the NBA. And I'm, I'm serious about this. I am shocked that there aren't more people jumping to the defense of anti-Semitism. I mean, if he had made a racist statement, if he had shared a racist video, if he had shared even an anti-gay video, like he'd get canceled so quick. And he is given six hurdles to get over by his organization that are not very hard. And people are like, hell no, I wouldn't do that. Man, get, get out of here with that. You know? Anyway, I didn't mean to go off on that. Sorry. <laughs> hey, bring the macho man. What do you say, Mach? Oh, yeah. What's going on, Pecker Woods? I got a question for you. Did you ever do tag team with Ultimate Warrior? <laughs> well, we did a little tag teaming, but it wasn't in the ring, oh if you know what I mean. God. I didn't... <laughs> that was not rehearsed. You no. can't open that door, dude. <laughs> yeah. Set him up and Macho Man knocks him down. I believe oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, like Andre the Giant knocking down beers on a flight. How many did he drink? Wasn't it like 140 beers? He could have two cans in his hand and you couldn't even see them. <laughs> Talk about Primo and Peekaboo. <laughs> you never knew if he had a beer in his hand or not, that big motherfucker. <laughs> I got three great games for you to pick this week, Macho. Lay them on me, Jefferson. All right, let's start in Buffalo because Ooh. it's a question mark game. We don't know if Josh Allen's going to be healthy and starting for the Buffalo Bills, but it is in Buffalo. They still have a, a weaponry of an arsenal rather of wide receivers. They're running backs. But Buffalo's still legit. Are they legit without Josh Allen? We will see. And we got to figure out if the Vikings are legit because they only have a single loss and they're going up there to really see if they can make a statement. The Bills are favored by 5. Bills are favored by five in Buffalo. Josh Allen plays, Bills win in cover. Josh Allen doesn't play, birds. Really? Yep. Birds? Aren't they playing the Ravens? Vikings. Fuck, macho man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't get a lot of sleep last night. <laughs> That's what we call dead air. Dead air. <laughs> 
Game number two. <laughs> Your 49ers. Wait, 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 wait. What? So what's his pick if Allen doesn't play? Oh, yeah. What's his pick? <laughs> that other team. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking macho man. Uh, need some editing in there, but it's going to uh, be funny. Who's that other team again? 49ers. Oh. Game number two. 49ers. Favored by seven at home against the Chargers. Now, why do I have this one circled? Because pussy-ass Bob loves the 49ers. <laughs> well, not just that. Why do I have this circled? Well, because the 49ers are obviously Bob's team. But also, like, we can't just dismiss the Chargers. Even though they've looked like crap week in, week out, they're a 5-3 and three team. I don't want to say this is what Bill Simmons calls a loser leaves town match because it's not there's still too much season ahead of it but 49ers chargers is 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 knock down drag out who's going to take the leg up i like the chargers quarterback i don't like their team yeah i don't like their head coach i don't even know who it is you don't either i do lane staley no he was the yes. lead singer for allison chains <laughs> one of my favorite bands the rooster Ooh, ooh, doesn't sound too good today. <laughs> I'm going 49ers. No Minus cover. Minus the seven? Yep. Wow. I think yep. Justin Herbert can cover the seven. Last game, and this is a loser leaves town match. Okay? This is. Kind of like when I wrestled uh, Dusty Rose in the, uh, the Amarillo Convention Center. <laughs> I put that fat tub of shit in a coffin. Oh, yeah. Dusty left town. This is the equivalent of that. It's Cardinals at the Rams. Rams favored by three. I don't think any of us believe that either of these two teams are really actually good, but one of the two could still jump up and grab an NFC playoff spot. Macho's got a take on that. Who gives a shit? Really? Who gives a shit? You're just calling that fully unwatchable. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I, don't, I care less. No kidding. Yeah. Kind of like your match against Dusty Rhodes in the Amarillo Convention Hall. There were 732 people <laughs> that gave a shit about that, Jeff. <laughs> Hard-working Americans, Texans, paid to watch that beauty. No, I, I, don't, I don't care. I think the Rams win. I think the Cardinals are the team that takes that jump. I think the Rams are over with. I think something happens inside the Cardinals where they finally figure out that they got to get going. I think there's more talent on that team than we give them credit for. Something happens. If anything happens in that locker room, it's that coach comes out. Oh, 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 oh. we're going there on Cliff? God bless him. He's a little too pretty to be coaching the NFL. I'm I just mean, saying. he's got the bachelor lifestyle down pat. Sure does. Nice cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, thanks for listening. As always, like and subscribe, folks. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. Hey. So, folks, that was our show. But we have a little bit more. Come for the picks. Stay for the Josh Primo jokes. Here we go. You know, I want to say I want to keep a close eye on this, but... A one eye? 
going to keep our one eye on it. <laughs> Let me say this. The voyeur in me. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't want to be a mushroom about it. <laughs> I'd like to shed some light on the subject. <laughs> oh, please, keep it in the dark. <laughs> you know, the, the, the real thing as this develops and you know i don't think we should have like a long talk about it <laughs> is that i mean that's the question how long <laughs> oh my god you two a real girthy discussion <laughs> let's get to the meat of it oh <laughs> god yeah. trying to make a point here <laughs> oh, just poke it out <laughs> it's a hard topic to really dive into I mean, it's hard to wrap your brain. <laughs> I mean, it really took me by surprise. I wasn't. Okay, this is okay, This is the point I want to make, man. You guys are killing me. If, in fact, Josh Primo's lawyer's um, insinuation is that yeah, his weenie may have been visible, but it was underneath his gym shorts. We have the most interesting case in the history of the world because, let's face it, women and their equipment are on display all the time, right? Cleavage, side boob, you know, even if they're hidden, there's still bulges, right? Up top, I mean, not down low. I don't know what kind Where of Where have you been hanging into. out? You did do a study abroad. <laughs> Taiwan. Yes. Boys Thailand. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys bar. But you, you, you feel, oh man, you feel me on this, right? <laughs> Vikings cruise ship. Like, if, if that is what their defense is, it was visible, but it was under his shorts, then we are going to have some seriously interesting litigation. Um, because we're gonna have to get those transcripts. Yeah, because uh, women's equipment is visible all the time. Yeah, but visible, but not visible. And why is he going commando to a therapy session? How do you know it's commando? Maybe he's got really loose drawers too. Yeah, and they're gym shorts for God's sakes. Like, you do, know, do you do you not wear briefs when you wear your gym shorts? I do, but that doesn't make it invisible. It does, it's not like a cloaking device. <laughs> How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move.